I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times I got to say that before I get tired of it? Mm, I think it's going to be a minute, folks. I got to be real with you. Because, boy, that Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, clear indication of how God can do some unexpected, wonderful things for you. How he leads your life in directions that you never, ever saw coming. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day, and they were talking about how, man, they were young and they were doing things, and they never knew that the things that they were doing as a youngster would come and and help, help form who they were today. As an adult, this guy's 50 years old. And, uh, you know, the same thing for you. If you look back on your life and all of the things that you've done, it helps shape you into who you are. Now, this is provided now that you take the positive approach. Now, when I say look back at your life and see what you've done, that doesn't mean dwell on the misfortunate moments because the misfortunate moments were necessary. I know it's hard to see that when it's happening to you, but the unfortunate moments are necessary. You know, what really makes you appreciate summer vacation is winter work. What really makes you appreciate a walk on the beach is when it's cold, it's raining outside. What really makes you appreciate when you're up is because you've been down. See, if you were up all the time, just the nature of us as human beings, we would lose our appreciation for it because it becomes case sera. Whatever it is, well, it is what it is. I'm just a what, what, what. 
it be, you take it for granted. It becomes expected. But what happens in life is it has so many twists and turns. And then you learn how to deal with those twists and turns, which makes you now a more experienced person. And then when the sunny days come, man, you go, wow, it's really nice outside. You really want to appreciate how warm weather, just stay in a bunch of cold weather all the time. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, this is really, really simple analogies, but it helps you along the way. Now, here's what I came to say today to everybody out there, and this has helped me in my life. I can't tell you what is done for me, but a lot of people are struggling with uh, moving forward with their future, their future plans, their future goals, their future aspirations, their future hopes their future dreams, just simply your future wants. A lot of people trying to have a hard time mapping out their future, even what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, what I'm going to make, how I'm going to go about it, what do I do next. I want to share something with you that I had to come to terms with. The quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. You know, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, when I say it's, it's wonderful to look at your life and review it, because if you look at it, it'll tell you uh, it, it really helps shape and form you today as the person you are. Now, if you look at it in a positive sense, but if you dwell and harp on the negative that's happened to you, then that keeps you from seeing the good in the incident. Every bad thing that's happened to you, there was a silver lining behind it. I know people who were on drugs who finally, man, just got sent to prison for stealing because of their habit. I know a cat that sold dope. Well, he went to prison. He told me one time, he said, Steve, he said, man, this is the best thing ever happened to me. This saved my life. Now, most people would think, how in the world is going to prison helpful for you? The brother said, it saved my life. First of all, it got me clean. He said, I've been clean for five years from sitting in here. That's for starters, I'm clean. I ain't stealing no more. I ain't putting myself in jeopardy, and I ain't jeopardizing nobody else. He said, now, man, I done went to college. I done got a college degree while I'm in here. Then he was released from prison, and the brother's life was completely turned around. He married. He got a family. He got a great job. He go to work every day. He's a productive citizen. I mean, so he looks back on his incarceration, even his drug abuse, and it taught him how to appreciate the things in life that he had taken for granted and was missing. Because he said, man, my life was just in a blur. I didn't even know what was going on. He said, now I appreciate every day I wake up. That's what I mean. Even in your missteps in life, there is a purpose for the missteps. Every time you fail, there was a reason for the failure. See, what I had to do was I had to learn that all of my failures taught me how to get back up. So I became a very strong and tough person in getting back up. And then I was down and out so long that it taught me how to really appreciate the up. And so I've taken all of that and used it, those experiences that happened to me, and I became a more experienced person. So next time when people talk about me who don't know me, it don't shake me because everybody's not going to like you, man. You might as well go and get on this train right now. And so what I'm saying to you out there is 
The quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. Let it go. Man, go forward. It's over. You made it. You got through it. You're beyond it. Yeah, 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 he left. But like I told this lady on my TV show the other day, sometimes the breakup is the blessing. I know it's hard to break up because now you're lonely and you're by yourself. But man, but weren't you in misery when you was in that? Weren't you in complete misery in that? Now, you kept asking God to fix it, but it takes two people to fix a relationship. It don't just take one. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. See, you know, that's, that's, that was a, a song, but man, that's so true. You really do have to have two people wanting a relationship to work. It can't just be one person wanting a relationship. So you can pray about the relationship all you want. If the other person don't want you no more and ain't going to act right, you can't make him do that. Or you can't make her do that. So, man, the relationship, the breakup sometimes is a blessing. It's over. Let it go. Go forward. Quit looking at how much time you wasted. Man, That's that kills people from getting the next. If you're constantly dwelling on how much time I gave him and how much time I gave her, and now here I am, lost and alone. All right, you ain't wasting no time. Some of the times was good. A lot of them was bad. So what you gonna do? Now, you you ain't gonna have no future because you gonna keep focusing on your past? Are you serious? So now you're asking God to give you another relationship when you don't even have enough sense to appreciate the fact that you are now available for another relationship. But you steady asking God for a new relationship, but you are yet to be grateful that you are in a position to have a relationship and you keep harping on the past. You don't think he hear that? I'm just a dude with a show and I hear it all the time. Let it go. Go forward. It's over. You made it. He brought you through it. You conquered You survived it. Why are you dwelling on it and making it the cross around your neck when clearly he had removed it for you? Now, all you got to do is come on. So if you're sitting behind them walls, brothers and sisters, I'm talking directly to you. Sometimes, man, you just got to get it right. All this repeat offender business, that's for who is that for? How ignorant can you be to keep giving your life back to the penal system? Be free, man. Walk the streets. Do the right thing. Ask God to help connect you. He can do anything. You think he can't give you a job? Are you serious, man? Put some faith on it. Let's move forward, y'all. Let it go. Let's move. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today uh, to perform, to reenact to act out, and to be about. We are here to excavate, which means to dig up. Uh, We are here to rejuvenate. That means to bring back to life. We are here to cultivate, which means to uh, massage, bring forth ease into and then we are here to annihilate tear your mouth out Mm. laugh beyond compare 
This is what we do on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go backwards. A Tommy Tom. Yes, sir. In the building. A J. Anthony Brown. Watch out there now, Reverend. Uh, 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 Junior Kill a Spates. Morning, Unc. The Wonder Women of the show. Carla uh, Pharrell. Good morning, sir. What's happening, Steve? Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve Harvey. Good morning. And me, of course. Mm-hmm. We yeah, is either, all man. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Count it for it. Uh, hey, yeah. let me tell you something. <laughs> what? Tyler Perry sent me a link of Bishop T.D. Jake's sermon yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched 37 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen his sermon from yesterday, live stream from the Potter's house, uh-huh. I don't know how to get it to you, but you need to see it. Okay, that link. This, yeah. I mean, live streaming from the Potter's house. This boy right here, this, this he was preaching. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Greatest I've ever seen. I, I, I ain't really never heard nobody that. He is true. What was the sermon about, Steve? Oh, uh, you know, uh, re- realizing uh, everything that's going on with you, man, it's hard to put in because he has so many good points. Mm-hmm. That what we are, we're not a culture, we're a kingdom. And that uh, you got to realize that help is going to come to you in, in in sources that you don't are not aware of. Mm. It was the way he did it, man. Oh, this dude right here. Mm. This one, man. It's, it's a lot of people need to get out the preaching business. Well. <laughs> yeah, just, just stop, though. Just send everybody on over to the potter's house. Go on. Lock Let me have your Bible. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Pastor yeah. Williams going to go sit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to get some buses and just ship them mm-hmm. on over there. It's a lot of yeah. Y'all can <laughs> Collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> I know that ain't right to say, but that's yeah, probably what need right. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up in 32 after the hour, sir, uh, weekend review. We'll find out what happened over the weekend. What's going on? What'd we do? We'll be back mm. at 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Monday, happy Monday, everyone. Wow, and what a great Monday. Hopefully it will be, and it can be if we want it to be, right, Steve? Uh, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's all on what you expect. Yeah. You control your attitude. You control your altitude. That's just Amen, a true statement, brother. folks. I love it. Yes, yes it is. Now, I'm, it. And I'm in control of my attitude. You know, you, you can get me off balance just for a minute, but I collect myself real quick, though. Come on back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come All on back us. toward yeah. the light. Yeah. Walk toward the light. Yes. Step forward. And the best and way to walk towards light mm-hmm. is quit paying attention to people that keep coming out the dark. Right. Okay. All right. All That's right. the best way to like do haters. it, man. Yeah. I mean, look, if somebody's spreading darkness, don't walk that mm-hmm. direction. Those haters, mm-hmm. those negative people, that bad energy, mm-hmm. stay away from it. Yeah, Everybody man. Light is the other it. way. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's do that today. Walk towards walk the light. light. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's see. How long? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we know who ain't going to last the longest. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let's go. Let's just see how long. Let's on this show? Yeah, on this show. Of course. On this show? Yeah. the light. I'm walking. <laughs> I tell you what. Right now, you I tell you, I tell you what. If somebody, if somebody look like they ain't going like they walking towards the light, let's point it out. Okay. If we see somebody going down a dark path, okay, point it out. All right. Okay. Okay. First dog statement, point it out. No, Jay, you're still good. This uh-uh. is a clean slate. We're starting uh-uh. with a clean I slate now. can't do this for no damn hours. I'm <laughs> Bitter no. man. Okay, Jay. I ain't got that much light in me. You're starting off. That's not how you start Already. off now. Already, right? Point it out, Steve. That's right. Already. Stay in the light, Jay. Clean slate. <laughs> Okay, stay All in the light. Right. negative. How much are we into the show positive. right now? 20 minutes. We got three more hours, Jay. You ain't going to make it, though. You ain't going to make it. Jay. This is not social media. This is real life right yeah. here. This well, is I'm like us the live. guy at the trail. Y'all go head on. I'll be right here. Just, <laughs> just, just go ahead on. Any me. questions? Anybody <laughs> want some advice, knowledge, some uplift, some encouraging okay, words, well, okay, situations? Okay, go ahead. Carla said she had a question. Go ahead, Carla. Since we're talking about being positive this morning, why don't you give some advice to J. Anthony Brown, bitter man, mm-hmm. about how turning that negative attitude into positive. Yeah, right. you're, yeah, you're 30, you 30 year friend, 35 year mm-hmm. friend. That's if I were J. Anthony Brown, go ahead. I would realize that where I am today, I've exactly thought myself to that exact position. Now, he's in a good position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just yeah, doesn't look at how far he's come from where he started. And if he would do that, well, I know why he bitter. Because, you know, he don't take rejection well. See, Jade is like this, you know. If he in a relationship, and he loves the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. The beginning of the relationship. Uh But as soon as it turned into, what did you say? Mm. That's the beginning of the end. Wait, are you saying they can't even ask Ah. a question? Girl. He said no. <laughs> okay, here. Let, let me give you an example. Ask me some okay. questions, Shirley. I'm Jay. Are you going to answer as me? Yeah, okay, I'm going to answer as Jay. Okay, well, uh, you said uh, you wanted to have dinner tonight. What time uh, are you going to pick me up? So, damn, you just going to bother me about what time now? <laughs> I said you was Jay. having dinner. I just need to know. Yeah, I just need to know. So, I'll know when to be ready. Well, damn, I'll be there when I get there. Uh, okay, well. Baby. Uh, what should I wear? Are we, going, are we going to a fancy restaurant or is it going to be casual? I just Damn, why we always got to go somewhere fat, fancy? I just, you know, why can't we just go somewhere like regular people? Well, <laughs> that's cool. So we just going to spend all the money eating? He has no objection. What what should I wear? What what do you think I should Clothes. wear? Clothes. The hell you, you, what you want to go somewhere that naked? That is, Jay. You nailed him. Oh, Steve. Jay, you got it down. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so are we driving or are we going to take a car? Because sometimes, you, you think, know. How you think we go in a car? Well, I know that, but sometimes, you know, we may have a couple of cocktails or something. And Oh, uh, so now you're going to drink a lot, too? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I don't want you to drive if, you, uh, if you've been drinking. That's all. I'm I looking don't drive. You, I smoke weed. I don't oh, drive. Nobody <laughs> 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 drink. <laughs> 
They ain't so, none of me. So is that what you got all this stuff legalized that you still want to drink? <laughs> so is that is that what you're gonna wear? Oh, you don't like what I got on? I oh, just yes. asked. I just asked if you were going to wear that. If you're wearing a suit, then maybe I'll put on a hey, cocktail know dress. Hey, you know something? What? This ain't going to work. <laughs> it's, it's over like that? It's yeah. over. Just yeah, for asking for time we going to eat. Can we at least get to dinner? <laughs> wow. I don't see how this could possibly last. Because <laughs> I was going to say if we went to dinner, I was going to let you order for me. You picky. Now, you want me to order your food so you can be mad at what I done ordered. Nobody know what you want to eat. Okay, well. You, you know, don't even know where we going. How I'm going to pick what you going to eat. Well, that's why I asked. Well, okay, well, I, I got to ask you this. I have to ask you this. Now, will you be upset? Is it okay if I order a dessert? Mm. Wow. Okay. Why would he be upset? So you going to just sit up there. Just, you you don't care how you gonna look in ten years, huh? <laughs> Judging. So we just got to eat dessert every time we go out. Honey, I was being considerate because Already. I know you have diabetes. Oh, but you gonna you. order dessert <laughs> while I'm sitting over here just looking? Which is why that I asked. That ain't thoughtful. <laughs> That's why I got diabetes, cause of you. Oh, oh now it's her fault. Well, she gave you diabetes. Well, if we. If we go to the restaurant out by the um, by the water, is it okay? What if, are we like, driving all the way down there by the waterfall? Well, I thought it'd be nice, you know, romantic walk after dinner. Maybe, you know. Romantic walk. You know how cold it'd be on that beach at night? <laughs> Damn, now you want to eat, get the flu, now you're sick. <laughs> you got diabetes. Take off work, now I got to come by and bring soup by the house. You know I got diabetes. You know I got diabetes. <laughs> Church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Walk toward Damn. the light, people. Uh, light. Don't want to be bitter, man. Uh, we'll be back right after that this. Ain't none of me. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in Entertainment News Weekend Box Office Report. We'll tell you how Medea did at the movies. Oh, yeah. But right now, it is Monday, and you know what that means. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here with today's church complaints. You, you, uh, oh, we are here today. Galford at the building. At the building. Preparing to heal. What is wrong now? Yeah. Go ahead, Deacon. Uh, Pastor, we got a situation. The singles ministry had a fight at Medea's movie, uh, Medea's <laughs> family funeral. Oh, no. Uh, Brother Van Belton, better known as Big Van, bought a kitty popcorn and a kitty icy. <laughs> and then tried to get a refill, but wanted it in jumbo size. I guess that set him off. Uh, about his popcorn and ice because uh, they didn't want to give it to him. And uh, it's $2,000 in damages at the movie theater, and they want the church to pay for it. What is, <laughs> tell me the name of our parishioner uh, Brother here. Van, you know, Big uh, Big Van, Brother oh, Van Belton. Oh, mm. Big Van. Mm. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that Big Van has the mind of a seven-year-old. <laughs> Oh, really? So I don't know why his mama wasn't with him at this movie theater. <laughs> but once he towed a place up with his big ass, we are not responsible for that as a church. Uh-huh. Because there's so many things going on. Uh, 
He's fifty one fifty. I think that's what it called him. Well, we just call him. We just call him crazy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He loose minded. <laughs> right. Well, he ain't enclosed not- in his right mind. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we can't be responsible for him. And if we, that's all I can say about that. Well, no, well, you have to talk about the $2,000. The movie wants us to pay for this. And I just ministry- told you that's all we got to say about that. You're going to oh. keep worrying about it, and we ain't, we're not sending them 2000 So okay, what are we and- still talking about this for? Well, the minister didn't get to see the movie, so that's another situation. Who didn't see the movie? The singer's ministry. They didn't get to see the movie because the fight broke out at the popcorn place. Why was Big Van at the single man? I just told you at the mind of single. Who who, who wants to date Baby Huey? That big dumb ass diaper boy. He's 49 years old, still wear a diaper. And I don't, well, don't mean it depends either. Don't, don't put his business out like that. Well, you need to know this. All right. The man still went to bed. I told you got a mind of Samuel. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, moving along. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Usher boy would like to have a, uh, they putting a weight limit on the shouters. Uh, they want you to weigh in before you come into the service. What? That decides if you can shout or not, because this is too much. These people are throwing their backs out. These ushers are. So we're going to have to do something about these heavy people shouting, Pat. So they're going to have well, to Well, we don't want to stop scale. the heavy people from shouting completely because they is tide givers. Oh, well, that's and why. And the Lord said, come as you are. Everybody. But we do want y'all to refrain from shouting on the right aisle. Which has several loose flow bolts in it. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's where the most of the damage is occurring at. Mm. So we want you to stay on the left side of the church, closer towards the real door. Mm. You know. tell them what I know, really. Pastor, they shot where the spirit hits them. You, you know, well, I'm, we're trying to get them to lay down and shout. <laughs> Not standing up. Yeah. <laughs> You can do the same motion, just lay on uh, horizontal. <laughs> just lay down, same motion. Uh-huh. It'll just save on the wear and tear of the flow. Shout out, laying down. We're going to bring in uh, Sister Argale that's going to give a, a class on pew shouting. Pew oh. How you can do it without jumping up. Because once you come back down, that's where our problems is. Shouters go up, and they don't mind you going up if you would just keep on, but you comes back down, which is knocking loose so many things. Go ahead. <laughs> the board. All right. Uh, we have another issue. There is a problem with these big hats, Pastor. It's getting out of control. Uh, our little people uh, are complaining. They can't see during the service, and they are threatening to leave mm-hmm. and join Little Savior's Gingerbread Baptist Cathedral <laughs> on the other side of town. We don't want to lose them, and I have told the little people congregation Uh that all of their seats is on the front row in the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) That way (laughs) ain't nobody in your way, and you feel tall. (laughs) It's hard for them to see over the balcony as well. Uh, now on 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 the front row, Deacon, I was drilling holes in the wall. Oh, you were? So they could, <laughs> so they could peep through, like what? a peephole. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to spend a service peeping through a hole. 
and to, to watch an entire service. Pastor. Well, until just... our building fund picks up and we can put see-through railings up, that's what we, we left with. Uh-huh. And uh, that's just going to be it. Or unless we could get the little people to shout and then on they jump up, they can see some then. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, up, and then they see a little bit, and then, and it. then we they see it. a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, move on. <laughs> uh, we have a serious issue, Pastor. The Usher Board emergency hearing is tomorrow morning. We what? Are, yes, it's an emergency hearing. We are missing two baskets of money from the tithing <gasps> offering. Uh, Brother Caesar uh, Jenkins has a new used car. Uh, he's our primary suspect that we are intact and in, in, interrogating tomorrow. Uh huh. Well, um, is that's brother Caesar Jenkins got a used car? Brother, new, new used, used car. car. Mm, mm. Uh, we look like I'm gonna whoop uh, Caesar ass because that was the lo- uh, the love offering mm. uh, collection. Well, I, yeah. Uh, that was doing? to come to me. Uh-oh. Oh, that was your money. Okay. And I'll be Uh-oh. exactly how much is missing, Deacon. Uh, I think it was around twelve or thirteen hundred dollars, Pastor. You know what? That's uh, Caesar was with me when I was down at the lot the other day looking at that car. <laughs> mm, really? Twelve hundred black Buick. Black Buick. Ah, be damn. <laughs> but uh, they gonna um, it, uh, just they gonna be uh, talking to him the same way uh, they did Kavanaugh, Pastor. So that he's gonna be in the hot seat. <laughs> Who gonna talk to him like Captain No? Who are you talking about, Deacon? All of the deacons. Oh, oh, Judge Kavanaugh. Like, yeah. mm -hmm, Oh, I thought you was talking about, uh, I thought you was talking about Kavanaugh Kaepernick. No. That's Colin. Colin is his first name, Pastor. I get him confused, ain't All the time. Do you now? (laughs) Wasn't that that boy that Neil? Yeah. 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 Lost his job, got his check, you ain't heard from him. All right, uh, we got to go, Pastor and Deacon. Thank you all so very much. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news, okay, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in entertainment news, let's start with the weekend box office report, the top three movies this weekend. Number three, Alita Battle Angel making seven million. Number two, a Medea Family Funeral, yes, 27 yes. point. Kill a movie, man. 27. 27.1. Yes. And she wasn't even in, uh, but I think it was like 2000 and something theaters. Because I, I saw oh, that. I saw Tyler's movie. post. Really? This yeah. is wow. movie. Yeah. It is hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah, number one, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, thirty million. So not too far apart. Congratulations, right, Tyler Perry. Was that the first week for Hidden yes. Dragon? Oh, the first week for How to Train Your Dragon. That's been up for a while. And it's oh, animation. Oh. Yeah, you it's know those animation. Oh, it's kids. kids. Yeah, they, yeah, they come kids. every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to take them four weeks in a row. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a porno movie when I first heard it. But it's not. How to train your drag? That's my. That's, that's my. Or, 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 Go was, on, boy. <laughs> was it that part or the second part, the hidden world? <laughs> Training your dragon. Right Heading down that dark alley we uh, Come back to the light, Jay. Come back to the light. Congratulations to Tyler Perry, though. Medea. TP. Yeah. Go ahead, boy. Medea's last movie, though. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. We love Medea. Yeah. 
He did a good job. Well, uh, in other entertainment news. Medea uh, made so much damn money. I ought to come out as Medea's sister. (laughs) 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 Oh, damn. (laughs) In other entertainment news, like I was saying, Valencia P. Love. This is the woman now who paid for R. Kelly's bail. Remember last week? uh, Mm -hmm. She's reportedly received a bomb threat at her one-time workplace, which just so happens, I hate this, that just so happens to be a daycare. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's really sad. Chicago police confirmed the details of the bomb scare, saying multiple calls came in Saturday uh, reporting a bomb threat. Law enforcement sources say. Well, come on, y'all. No, we can't hurt no kids. No, no. Really? That's crazy. No. That that makes no sense at all. We can't hurt children. No, no. Not Not, babies now. Come on. Yeah, law enforcement sources, uh, Steve, say that uh, authorities did not find an explosive device at the daycare center. That was great news, and luckily on, no now. one Let's was injured. Let's just hope that's a one-time threat mimic. That, yeah. that we, yeah. The this babies now, really, yeah. man, you, you, you. Yeah, you she doesn't work there. They said she yeah, worked there one time, so former. thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. one was hurt. Yeah. Are you mad at R. Kelly? Come on. Yeah. Valencia P. Love, you'll recall, posted the $100,000 bond for R. Kelly. She also posted a lengthy statement afterwards saying R. Kelly wasn't a monster and that she was inclined to believe he's innocent of the charges he's facing. What? Mm. Maybe she didn't see the movie? No, Surviving R. Kelly? Yeah. Maybe she oh, didn't none see of the that. News. Maybe she, yeah. Uh, and some sad news to report. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of former contestant of The Real, of uh, the Voice. Uh, 33-year-old Joyce Freeman passed away from an extreme case. Yeah, I saw this on, on um, the uh, Instagram. Uh, from an extreme case of pneumonia and a blood clot. Uh, Joyce was a fan favorite, and Miley yeah, Cyrus really, really, head. really she loved her. Sing, yeah. 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 yeah, she, she could, could sing. sing. Yeah, she, she could, could sing. Really sing. Yeah. 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 A lot of stars are doing tributes and yeah. just fans all over social media. So, oh. man. And she was on Miley Cyrus's team, so yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that, Jay. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, wow. yeah. Really sad. 33 years old. Yeah, just like yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Several Democratic presidential hopefuls visited Selma, Alabama on Sunday to commemorate the 54th anniversary of the bloody Sunday civil rights march in the city. Senators Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker, who have each announced their 2020 candidacies, um, were among those in attendance for services and a march to mark the anniversary. Senator Gerard Brown from Ohio, who is considering his own White House bid, was also in attendance. The original march occurred on March 7, 1965, when peaceful demonstrators marched from Selma toward Montgomery and were violently attacked by law enforcement as they attempted to cross the Edmund Pettus Bridge. On Sunday afternoon, demonstrators again marched across the same bridge. The presence of the 2020 hopefuls in Selma highlighted the urgency of candidates to appeal to black voters ahead of the primaries. Trump wasn't down there, huh? Did he go support? Uh, Come on. Nope. Don't believe Trump don't know where Selma at. (laughs) (laughs) He's never even heard of the event. No. What bridge? (laughs) Wow. And uh, Marvin Gaye is getting his own postage stamp. Wow. Wow. That's big. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is big. That's yeah. 
Yeah. He'll be commemorated on a stamp from the U.S. Postal Service, which will debut at an event in Los Angeles on April 2nd, which would have been his 80th birthday. Wow. Uh, Marvin Gaye's presence and unique sound will live on forever through his music. And now through the mail, the Postal wow. Service said. Yeah, the stamp is set to feature nice. Yeah, a portrait of Marvin Gaye. He died back in 1984 with a picture mimicking uh, vintage vinyl cover art. Uh, Marvin Gaye's stamp will be part of the Postal Service's Music Icon series, which also includes stamps of Elvis, John Lennon, and Sarah Vaughn. So congratulations, Let me ask you a question. Yes. When the last time, and this is for everybody, when the last time you mailed a letter? Uh, I just mailed one Friday. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I use the I use the post office all the time because I have friends yeah, I that work at the post, post office. office. So I ain't mailed nothing this year. Yeah, <laughs> I mail bills and everything. Yeah, I do I all just, that. Buy stamps and all that. Yeah, yeah I, I tell you, there's a line still long down there. But the reason I'll, I'll tell you this, <laughs> yeah, it still is. I'll tell you this, Steve. One of the reasons I I mailed it was because I had some stamps in my purse, in my wallet. I found some stamps. So I, I haven't I haven't mailed them. Yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. mailed I, a bill I can't payment or anything, Steve. No, all, all my bill payments are done through um, a bill service. One last thing, well, you actually paid the bill. One uh, last thing, you cut, answer your cut the yard, Steve. Uh, what's what's the question? To cut. One last thing, you cut the yard. Cut the yard. Yeah, cut the yard. All right, look, uh, we got to get out of here. When we come back, I'll answer this question. <laughs> all right, coming up next, uh, Steve is going to tell us the last time he cut grass when we come back. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Uh, please enlighten us. Tell us when's the last time you cut grass, your own grass. Mm. <laughs> okay. What, I what haven't you got, cut Steve? the grass since. Well, <laughs> tell everybody what you're talking about, because you're just talking about cutting the grass. Last break, Tommy asked you when was the last time you cut the grass. Yeah, when was the last time you cut the yard? Grass. <laughs> Honestly speaking, uh-huh. probably mm. had Once to be. You take your time. <laughs> you said, uh? Oh, last time I cut some grass, probably. 30 years ago. <laughs> Not 30 wow. years ago. <laughs> it's possible, though, sure. 62, though. No, for real. 1985. 1985. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way he could do it now, though, because his yard's Hell way no. too big. Yeah. There's no, no the way. minute they see his ass out there, things going bad, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Family Few, check the slow up. I became homeless Family after that, so I didn't have no way. Then after I got out of homelessness, I had an apartment. I ain't had to cut no grass. My first house I bought in 90, first house I ever owned, I bought in 95, 96. Really? 1995, 1996. Where, where, where was it at? In uh, Plano, Texas. That was my first time owning a home. You were balling. Now, mm-hmm. My first house was, like, amazing. That was my first house. God is good. Man, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And that's just yeah, real man. talk. I just ain't cutting no grass. Right. That's okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for well, clearing man, that you up. Some All grass, right. Tommy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go. Come on. We didn't last any yeah. of us. <laughs>
Tommy, come on, baby. Jane, when the last time you cussed me? I got, oh, I got one better than that. Hell, Shirley, when you ever cussed me? Ever, ever. I wouldn't even know the first time. So you now it ain't so breath. crazy. Tommy, when the last time you cussed grass? Come on, it's come on, rich boy. Chateau. It's been at least 10 years. All right. Jay, how long? I can't cut grass. I got diabetes, Steve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Carla, well, come yeah, on. Come what on. you got for us? Yeah, um, when the last time you actually been on the phone arguing with somebody about a light beam? <laughs> when the last time no. you did that? And ask him how much is his light beam. Yeah. And what is it? Well, where to pay it? Where to pay it? If you had to go down there. He don't know what down there is. He don't know what y'all talking about. I ain't. And last time I walked in my house, there wasn't no lights. With me. <laughs> I want to hear this. I was back when I was cutting grass in 85. <laughs> 85. 85. 85 was a turning point, boy. <laughs> All right, uh, what last time you stood out at a pump and pump gate? Mm. You, oh, you. that ain't bad. I actually did that about, probably about two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah, I was driving my, I was taking my, I got a Cadillac, man, an old car. Oh, yeah. And I was driving it. Vintage Cadillac, yeah. And I looked down and I was right at a gas station and it sputtered. And I had never put gas in it. So I whipped into the gas station right quick and my car ran out of gas at the gas pump. Wow. But here the problem I had, though. Mm-hmm. I sat at that at gas with a drop top 1940 Cadillac. I'm sitting there and couldn't find the gas cap for 30 minutes. <laughs> I had to call the dude that worked for me and ask him, where is the damn... The gas cap on the 1940 is under the tail light. You had to be laughing at yeah, man, you, the tail light. Yeah, man, you lift up the tail light that's horizontal. You lift up the tail light and the gas, the gas cap is under the tail light. How the hell would I know that? <laughs> I was out there 30 minutes touching, had the trunk open, all kind of mess. <laughs> you should see me with that, but I had, but I had the handle in my hand, mm-hmm. yeah. just walking around the car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I believe that man. Wow, 1985. <laughs> I can't wait to have them. Problems. All right, up next, the nephew is here. He is in the building with uh, today's prank phone call. I can't wait to hear what this one's going to be about. Prank phone call for today coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, around four minutes after uh, today's strawberry letter. Uh, Check this out for a subject. Can't keep living a lie. This one's deep right here. I don't even know. Okay, yeah, but right now, like yeah. <laughs> you can live a lie if you work it. I'm gonna just tell you. I don't know about this lie though. This is a, this is a lie, lie. Ten All right. Years. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> True confessions. Mm, I'm sorry. Walk to the light, everybody. Remember. <laughs> yeah, All right. Come over here with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The subject, uh, uh, like I said, is can't keep living a lie. But right now, it is the nephew. Here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us, Neff? What you got? My auntie's bike. What is all that yelling? <laughs> I know it's you, bike. Have be, you have to be aggressive when you're doing pranks, girl. <laughs> okay. My auntie's bike. Okay. What about right. this, just a bike? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's my ain't it bike, though. Mm. My auntie's bike. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vaughn. Yes, Vaughn. 
Hey man, this 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 K Dub man. Listen, do 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 you know somebody that live on? Yeah, my mama my mama stay on. Hey, who is this? Hey, this this K Dub man. My auntie Miss Tinsley, she live on. Now my auntie say you uh came over here and stole a bicycle and some other stuff out of her garage. Okay, hold up. First of all, who is you man? I, I stole a bike out of somebody's garage. Who is this? Who is K? I don't know no K Dub. This is this is K Dub man. My, my auntie uh Miss Tinsley live down the street from your mama. And my auntie just got you Ms. telling Davis. me you the one came over here and took a bike and, and a toolbox or something out of that garage. Man, first of all, I don't even know no damn Miss Tinsley. And second of all, I don't steal. Your, your auntie Miss Tinsley say I stole something out of her garage. Oh, hey, put, put her on the phone, man. Put your auntie on the phone. I ain't stole nothing from nowhere. I ain't got to she steal. Can't, she can't talk. My auntie can't talk to you. Why she can't talk? She say I stole something. No, my aunt, my auntie Deaf. She sign language me and told me that you the one stole, stole the bike. Your auntie Deaf and she told you, she sign language you. And said, I stole the bike. Hold on, wait just a minute. Ooh, how you get my number? Hold on, wait, wait a minute, man. She number, sign right? language with me now. Hold on. Okay, she say, quit all that damn lying. You know damn well you the one that stole the bike. Hey, hey man, hold the up. So your auntie is cussing me out through you in sign language. That's the you telling me that I done stole the damn bike. Say, man, for, for, hey, first of all, how the hell you even get my number, man? I got your, I got I your number from you some people that live down the street that say that I asked them for Miss, uh, ain't your mama Miss? Yeah, Miss, my mama. Okay, okay, well, you, look, man, the people down the street evidently knew your number. I told them I needed to talk to you soon as my auntie told me that, that you was the one that stole the bike out the garage. Now, look, I ain't trying hey, to have hey, no hey, problem. Hey, I just hey, need hey, you look, to bring hey, the bike Can you, 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 yeah, I can sign language back to her. Tell her that I said that I ain't stole no bike. How about that? Tell your ain't I ain't stole no I'm damn bike. Right what now, man, hold on. A grown man. I'm trying to tell her right now. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. She's saying something. She said your black <laughs> is lying, and you know damn well you got that bike. Man, look here, man. You, your damn ain't it? That street don't with nobody on this street except for my mama. I'm a grown man. What the I gotta steal a bike for no deaf. She she must be dumb too. She deaf and dumb. She think I stole something. Y'all, I mean, I don't even know y'all. Who the f are you? My auntie ain't deaf and dumb, dude. Okay, my, my auntie don't never lie. And if Miss Tinsley say that 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 somebody took something, that dog, she telling the truth. My auntie don't be lying and just to be lying. Why she just gonna lie on you? Why she gonna pick you out? Man, you know what? I, I don't know what's going on, but I ain't got no reason to steal no bike. Now I'm a I got a car that ain't paid for. I got. I'm a grown man. I'm trying to get custody of my son. So I'ma come in somebody's garage and steal a bike. Is you crazy? You crazy? She is. Man, get out my line with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My auntie talk. I don't know what she's saying. Wait a minute, man. I'm trying to see what she's saying. Oh, she say that black know damn well he took that bike and he better bring that damn bike oh, back. Okay. That's that Look at man. I don't know why the you still on my line, man. I ain't took no bike. You dumb. Ain't he's lying. Do he, do he, is he even sign hey, man, put, hey, right? hey, dog, let me tell you something. You're going to respect my ain't he. You hear me? Hey, man, you're going to respect me. You call my phone with that I'm here trying to get my together. You call me with some Hey, who are you? Who the are you? I don't know who this is. I don't know no, I'm no, K-Dub, man. I'm K-Dub. Everybody know K-Dub. I ain't never heard of no K-Dub on in my life. My mama been staying on for 15 years, I ain't never heard no K-Dub. I ain't heard no 
Miss Tinsley. I ain't heard about no deaf lady. I ain't seen no bike. Get the off my line, man. Hey, man, CC, you gonna make me go down and steal something out of Miss house if you don't bring that damn bike back. Oh, you got me up. Bring somebody to my mama's house if you want to. I'm on my way over there. Bring somebody to my mama's house. My family is gonna be over for you. The deaf dumb ain't you got. Whoever the down there gave you my number. Everybody, you got me up. We'll blow this up. I'll that street up. You go by my mama's house. You better not step in my mama's grass. You come by my mama's plant. I'm gonna you up. You got me up. You gonna turn me to the dark side, I'm on my way right now. I don't know how we still on the phone. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you say? I ain't, I ain't, say, ain't nobody scared of your Ow. crazy. Say, tell your deaf ain't to bring her outside. And I bet you she hear them licks I'm going to be putting on your Yo, I'll beat your She going to be undeaf today. I bet she get cured when she see me whooping your Hey, man. Hey, hey look, I ain't coming by myself, homie. Tommy going to be there with me. Tommy going to help me whoop your ass. Who the is Tommy? Tommy who? Tommy, man, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked by your mama, Miss Vera. Ah, uh, that's that <laughs> right there, man. Ah, uh, my, uh, my mama know I don't like nobody with him, man. God. Uh, your mama you say, your mama say, my son love me to death. He don't let nothing, he take care of me. He don't let nothing go wrong with me. Already. He don't let nobody mess with me. He said, all you got to do is act like you going to do something to his mama. Oh, man. Well, I hope she heard that. I hope she hear me cousin like I did, man. God, dog. I'm in the mirror sweat. I'm mad for real. <laughs> Y'all did this for me. I swear to God, I wasn't myself. on judge me, man. Tell my mama she wrong for that, too, dude. <laughs> What up, nephew? What up, baby? You 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 off the chain, boy. You off the chain. You just oh, like me, man. boy. You love your mama. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, without a doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show, man. We'll be a few times, man. Without a doubt. <laughs> Hey, man, tell Miss Vera I said, hey, all right? I'm going to go drop off that little $200. But she want to she wanna play games, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be on her now, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all felt about that with me? Ooh, you played too much, Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking all day about being still walking into the light. Yes. Is that in the light or the darkness? Where, where am I when I do that? Damn positive. You're in the darkness, but you're in a good place. Good energy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, March 15th, I'm in Washington, D.C. at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club. Friday night, March 15th, Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club. It's a hot spot in D.C., and I will be there. So tickets are on sale right now. I got two shows at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club, Washington, D.C., the home of WHUR. What, what are you going to be doing? I'm slagging this joke. You think I'm going to do some jazz? That was not necessary. You thought I was going to be singing? You in the dark, Sheriff. You just walked into the dark. Are you happy now? Come back to life, Sheriff. throwing darkness, not calling. She is throwing darkness. She's throwing darkness. What are you going to be doing in there? That was shade. That was shade. That was, okay. that was okay. it. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, that's, that's what that that's, was, T. We, we all going to be walking in the light, but then we nah. throwing dog. No. Okay. She wouldn't flip the switch. That was pretty enlightening to me, though. <laughs> she flipped the switch. So what is she going to be doing up there? <laughs>
<laughs> and for those that didn't know, we were talking about we were going to be positive to each other. Oh, man. <laughs> we're supposed to be walking in the light being positive. Tommy. Oh, no. What? I love you. I love you. I love you. Answer the question. What is you going to do? You're full of darkness. All right, nephew, thank you. Listen, up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. Can't keep living a lie. Tommy, I love you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need some advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read. This one right here, right now. Here we go, dark lady. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. My hair is light. Okay, uh, <laughs> listen. Subject, can't keep living a lie. Dear Stephen Shirley, I married my husband by mistake. He is in law enforcement on a special drug task force, but I'm starting to think that he is involved on the wrong side of the law. We have a nice, big, lavish house, and he just bought me a very expensive car that's so nice, I can't even drive it to work. It just doesn't add up. After asking him millions of questions and getting half-wit responses, I threatened to leave him. I feel like I was definitely tricked into, into this marriage. It happened so quickly. He took me to dinner on New Year's Eve, proposed to me, and told... Uh, me the next day we'd be in Bermuda. I flew to Bermuda with him and had a fairy tale wedding three days later. Stephen Shirley, I got caught up. Now the gifts and surprises keep coming and it's not adding up. We dated for only six months before the wedding and I do love him but feel like I don't know everything I should know about him. He started getting mean when I make comments about the gifts. When I threatened to leave him, he said that would never happen. Uh-oh. How should I handle this? I can no longer live a lie. Please help. What? Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared for you. I'm scared for you. Yeah. Um, I, I understand you could get, you know, caught up in a whirlwind roman a romance and everything, but getting married in three days and... You know, this is definitely what happens when you move too fast and don't get to know a person before marriage. I got to ask you, you said you guys were together for six months. What were you guys doing and what were you doing in those six months? Were you just enjoying the gifts? Were you, I, I mean, you said you asked him a lot of questions, millions of questions, getting half-wit responses. Well, it seems like some red flags should have gone up then. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> If you really believe that he's on the wrong side of the law, do you have any proof? I mean, do you have any legit concrete proof? And who are you going to tell? You know, I, I I don't know. This sounds crazy to me. Are, are you questioning the price of the gifts? Are you questioning the number of the gifts or the types of the gifts that he gives you? Uh, you say he starts to get mean when you comment on the gifts. You got to stop commenting on these gifts. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if he is on the wrong side of the law, you're in trouble. This marriage is in trouble if he's on the wrong side. Because seriously, where who are you going to tell? You can't go to the law if he's on the wrong side of the law and they're working together. But, I mean, I know just from watching movies that sometimes when these guys are on these special task forces, 
you know, they have to look the part, act the part, and all of that. So it could be that. You know, you just move too fast. Um, and that's all I can tell you, because if it's true what you think, I, I have no idea how you can get out of this. I really don't. Because you told him uh, that you were threatening to leave him, and he said that would never happen. Dun, dun, dun. You know, this is serious. Steve? Hell, I'm scared, too. Yeah, this is what I mean. I don't even know what to, I don't want to answer this letter, because he can find me. Oh, yeah, because you're I'm famous. I'm famous. He yeah. know where I am. I really don't want to even get involved with that. I don't even know what you even talking about. I don't know what, what you tripping for, because he all he is is, man, ooh. Uh, look, just, I don't what know what to tell you. Crazy, right? Girl, run. <laughs> Run. You need to leave this country. You got a passport. <laughs> Witness protection. Cause you done got involved with a man that he are you and you know at the, he is a law enforcement on a special drug task force. Mm. But I'm starting to think he's involved on the wrong side of the law. Why? Cause y'all got a big ass house. He done bought you an expensive car. You can't even drive to work. Mm. Quit your job. <laughs> just drive the car. Hell, Don't just drive, drive your work. car. Hell yeah, you quit. You ain't got no job. I'm driving the car. I'm finna be a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> so then act like I don't know what the hell going on. Mm-hmm. Now let's just get into the meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say you married him by mistake. Really? Yeah. How you married by mistake? You mistakenly got on the plane. You went to Bermuda by mistake. You had a fantasy, fantasy wedding by mistake. You said, I do by mistake. Mm-hmm. Now, you didn't marry him. You didn't know who you was married, and you didn't marry him. Now, I think it's early enough where you might you can get this annulled. Mm. You can probably get this annulled. Did you, excuse me, Steve. Mm-hmm. Did you not hear read the line where it says, when I threatened to leave him, he said that that would never happen? That's <laughs> different. Okay. okay. See, that's different. You can get this done without him knowing about okay. it. Scared. Listen, you gonna have to. This is you. You have an option. You scared of his ass? You ain't never heard of witness protection program. Okay. okay. Change your name. Leave the state. You're gonna be living in Omaha somewhere. <laughs> you black? They gonna turn you into a white woman? Give you some three white kids and white husband? You just going about your life. You got to sit up and do this here no more, man. I don't know what to tell you. In Omaha. But, damn it, I'm scared. I just threatened to leave him. He said that'll never happen. Now, let's talk about this right here. What could really have happened? When you're in drug enforcement, three things could be happening. You could be taking payoffs. Drug boys stay alive because you let them exist. You could be going in the building, and you could be taking a cut. Or you drug busting people and you ain't turning in all the money. Okay. Ain't ain't all the way behind this. Now you done got this car, this big house. You in drug enforcement. Now you got yourself in a little situation. What you got to do is create a paper trail that says you don't know what the hell is going on. All right? (laughs) So when we come back, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a reenactment. Now, this one is going to be easy because surely you're going to ask Uh me 
the drug enforcement do a series of questions that a wife would have to ask the the man that's the drug enforcement. Okay, you sure you don't want Jay to be the wife? Because mm-hmm. he plays a great wife. <laughs> Jay would be the wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll have part two of Steve's response and a reenactment with Jay playing the wife at 23 after the hour. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. Can't keep living a lie. She can't keep living a lie. Me and Shirley can't keep opening ourselves to exposure this way. (laughs) No! Because we can't get involved in this here. You married to a man that's in the drug enforcement agency. Y'all got a big house and he done bought you an expensive car. You can't even drive to work. Then what the hell are we supposed to do? You done told the man you think it's a mistake. You sat up here trying to figure out how y'all living this large on his paycheck. You done told him you think about leaving. He told you it had never happened. I believe him. Uh, me too. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. The best thing you can do is get it a no, but you got to start. You got to start making your suspicions known. You can't report it to the police. Because the police usually be in on stuff like this. Exactly. That's what I said. No, hell Who's no. Who's she going to tell? Yeah. Who's she going to tell? You can't go to the police department. Uh-huh. They, they, it, it's never just one corrupt police officer. He's got to be working in tandem. Because if you're on the drug enforcement, you got to be down there with more than one person. You ain't walking in these houses by yourself. Right. You got to have Now, I done seen enough of these movies. I know going to hear well they got to spit the money up. <laughs> exactly. This... So Everybody saw your, Training Day. <laughs> here's your problem is, that's right. Here's your problem is you now have to find a way to tell him that you leave. And let's see how you would bring it up. To the I'm, I'm the drug enforcement agent. Jay, you the white. Let's go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel. Samuel, can I um talk to you for a minute? Show, 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 baby. What's happening? Did you work last night? Yeah, yeah, I worked last night. Well, when I came into the bedroom, there's another fur coat. This is like the 15th fur coat. And my question <laughs> You like fur? Is, you like fur? I love fur, but I have Ain't it cold outside? Fur. It's very cold, but I Okay, well, what you fit. tripping for then? I'm not tripping. I'm just asking... Where are you getting these fur coats? And I got a box of diamond rings. A whole box. <laughs> box of diamonds? Who needs a box of diamond rings? You like diamonds? I love diamonds. Diamonds is girl best friend? I'm never going to wear all these Gucci suits. No way in hell am I going to wear them. Well, you can't wear the Gucci suits now because we're supposed to be boycotting. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you're buying them. You're bringing them in here. They're hey, in hey, here. hey. I ain't got time for all this trying to figure out what we boycotting I, when I'm okay, at the mall. The, can I just say this? There's 55 flat screen TVs in the basement. You know, who needs 55 flat screen TVs? Hey, hey, look here. Look here. Look here. He gets look so here. mean when you ask him about that. Look here. You, yeah. you won't live a nice life. That's what I'm trying I'm, to provide. I'm living my best life. I mean, <laughs> you're a great provider. Okay, now, what you tripping for? It's, we don't have the room. <laughs> you ain't got the room. Oh, you need a big house? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hey. Box all this stuff up. We moving Friday. <laughs> Friday? Yeah. I'm going to be out on another run Thursday night. We, 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 we better move Friday. We're moving Friday? Friday. You ain't got enough room. We moving Friday. Box all this stuff up. Where am I box all this stuff up? By Friday. What? Hire somebody. 
got 13 poodles in the backyard. <laughs> How many? 13. 13. Game is good. <laughs> you know, hey, I ain't bought now one of them damn dogs. But they're, they're back there. <laughs> help me with this. Help you. Help hey, listen me to me. Listen you. to me. Listen to me. Yes, I'm listening. I am in the business of drug enforcement. I'm enforcing mm-hmm. these drug people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They people can't be living all that. You know, we out here obeying the law and everything. They living how they want to live. Uh-huh. Now, some things pop off every now and then. You ain't got to worry about it. Just keep living your best life. Uh, but can you can you just tell me what's really going on? Cause this don't hey, look here. Sense. Hey, with your little Duval looking ass. Listen <laughs> I got 14 dining room like tables. You. I don't need I don't need 14 <laughs> tables. Really? You eating, ain't I got, you? I got eight, <laughs> couches. <laughs> eight couches. You sitting there, you watching TV, ain't you? 55 oh TV. Oh my God. What? Well, I mean, where's the stuff coming from? What are you up to? What are you Where it's coming from? Doing? Coming from the stove. <laughs> You're going to you the think same it's coming from another damn couch, really? Get a new house check. Get a new house Friday. This is, some of this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It don't make no sense to you. And my mother said it don't make sense either. My mother said give a damn about your mama. You thinking about leaving? You thinking about leaving them? I'm thinking about leaving. Yeah, I have decided. Wait, 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 wait. You thinking about leaving where? Uh Uh-oh. Leaving here. Leaving here. I gotta leave. Ain't no damn room in here. <laughs> I gotta leave. You get the new house Friday. That's too we're, much stuff. Rich ass hoarders. That's what we are. <laughs> so you think I'm you gonna leave me? Every day. What, what so you think you gonna leave me? Uh-oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, those, those are my plans. That ain't gonna ever happen. Ooh. Ever. Ooh. Try it. <gasps> be the last time you leave somebody. Ooh. Matter of fact, be the last time you leave. <gasps> well, I just take my ass and sit on one of these mini couches. <laughs> and that's exactly what the hell you ought to do uh, with your complaining ass. Yeah, I'm done. Sitting up here with your ungrateful ass. I give uh, you everything that you act like you don't want it. How many refrigerators do you have? When you put it how many like is, is this L chocolate? How many refrigerators do you have? We got 45 refrigerators. We got 45 refrigerators. And that's if you keep running your damn. Enough said. You're going to have a finger in each one of them. I'm done. I'm here to stay. That's what I thought. Do you work? Look at me. You still work? No, I don't work. She better keep her job. Yeah. Where she at? Yeah. You see that smile on my face? I am happy. What you? What you? What? What do you drive to work? One of these Bentleys. Sixteen. I do. You got so many. One of these Bentleys. Oh, she's wow. Okay. Well, you can't make her ass happy. All right, well, listen, we got to get out of here. We got to go. You can email us or or Instagram us, Witness Protection. Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, it is Carla's Reality Update, a special Monday edition right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, uh, it's Monday, special edition of Carla's Reality Update. Carla, let's go, Tommy. Girl, <laughs> let's go. We have a special edition. Uh, what did I say there? Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. I got Carla Farrell is here with Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Yes, this is a special edition on Monday. I hope everybody had a chance to check out Real Housewives of Atlanta. Ciao. Mm. Hit the Ooh, fan. What happened, wow. Did it hit the fan, <laughs> Yes, Jay. Yes. All right. So check this out, guys. Nene, she decided to have a bye wig party. Bye a what? Wig. Uh, just saying bye bye to wig? you. So come, she wanted all of the girls to come to the party without wearing a wig. Oh. Weave any hair extensions, what? hair clips, just your natural hair, mm. just your natural mm. hair coming. Mm. Who does that? How did that go? Yeah. What that look like? Yeah, yeah. how did that go about? <laughs> and so you had to rock your own hair. Probably so anyway, short party. <laughs> Shut up. In the words of Dr. Phil, how that's working for you? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get the theme of that because, I mean, as women, you, you can still have long hair and rock weave and wigs yeah, and, and do all that. I have several Yeah, so I didn't do. even get all that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Shamari DeVoe, this is uh, Ronnie DeVoe's wife. Mm-hmm. She was there at the party and she invited two friends. How you going to invite two friends to somebody else's party? Uh-oh. But anyway, yeah, she came to Nene's house, two friends, and this girl got drunk okay. shamari she was really really intoxicated oh, and um portia and marlo they were late to the party and uh, marlo came about six hours late <gasps> to the party they should have stayed at home right so nini was you know she was throwing shots at portia and marlo for being late or whatever but then marlo got sick of it and so marlo was basically saying that greg who was in the hospital. He had surgery. He had to go back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Marlo's point was that Greg text, text her, text Marlo to say, check on Nene, check on my wife. And he also texted the same message to Cynthia. So Marlo's point was the day before she was all concerned about Nene, checking on her. She was afraid that Nene was going through something because it was really serious what was happening with Greg. And so Nene broke down. I mean, she had a mental breakdown at this party, crying, just falling apart. Uh, Candy, everybody was trying to comfort her. Candy Candy was even saying, you know, you've never seen Nene break down like that. So I guess it just came out. Mm -hmm. All of that of what she was dealing with, with Greg, with her husband. And Marlo was like, look, I'm your friend. I'm your sister. I care about you. I called your son. So it just all came out. Then later on, so it seemed like they squashed that, right? Everybody came together. They were all still there hanging Mm -hmm. out. Shamari, she still was intoxicated. She's vomiting in the bathroom, all on Eva's shoes. It was a mess. It was shoes. Yeah, it was just bad. It was just it was just not sexy. It's just not a good look for you to get like that, mm-hmm. you know. That kind of Yeah, like boo, what you doing? You gotta, you know, pull yourself together. <laughs> so Marlo, all of them, they're upstairs, they checking on Nene. Okay, you've calmed down now, you're cool. And then Portia and Candy said, Hey, you know, y'all were all up here, you forgot about us, we wanna check out your closet, Nene. What's up with your closet? Because, you know, Nene always talks about a closet in her house. 
Nene, the girls went to go look at the closet. This is Portia and Candy. Now take a listen to what happened. Stiffy, go get them and bring them out. My closet's my best. Oh, right. This is where it's at. Right here. Y'all gonna make me get the fight. Nah, let your friends go. These are your friends. Shut up. I try on those. You got some of them went off she grabbed the cameraman the photographer she pulled him by his shirt she pulled them back she did not want them in the closet trying on she ran after them and it was like the end obviously this would be a cliffhanger for next week but at the end it sounds like that was Portia saying you know take this off of me take this mic because Por Portia's pregnant yeah. okay. so you know you run and charging at her this man has a camera it was just it was just unbelievable that she Mayhem. did all of that about them looking in her closet. That so sounded I, crazy. You, you see, over it the sounded closet. crazy. Did you see oh. anything in the closet? <laughs> I, I mean, what? What's in the closet that they don't already have? What the Shoes hell? In bag? that closet? <laughs> yes. We got to get in there now. Yes. Set somebody yes. off like that. Yeah, Somebody I think must it's be everything. tied up in there or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then you know what? They did, Marlo, or, or Cynthia did bring her a cocktail after she had her first breakdown. So no, I don't you know, know. No, no, no. Cocktail. You don't need nothing thing. mixed. You know, when you go off know. like that, you can't mix it with, with juice and stuff. You need something <laughs> to, or just on rocks. So is this because of the stress she's going through with Greg, or is this I about something else? I don't know. Yes. But what, I think it's a combination real. of things. I think What's it's a combination. A we need to get visited in that closet. What's in there? She don't want to buy it. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we got to go and take a field trip in that closet. All of them. Well, she better not be we home. We got to see what's in there. We got to see what's in there. Might have just been Now we really want to see what's in there. What? Yeah. What'd you what? say, Steve? Might have just been hair in there. Just some hair. You know, just a hair closet. Just full of hair. Damn. This was crazy. If you watched it last night, hit me up at Lips by Carla. We can continue talking about the ladies, oh, the peaches, real housewives of Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, the guys are going to talk about two of the newest, biggest contracts in sports history. Wow. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time to talk sports, guys. Junior, what you got? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Unc, yeah. this money is for real out here in this baseball. Why we didn't play? <laughs> That's what, That's what I need to understand. What the hell are we doing on radio? We need to be fielding, hitting, swinging. I mean, Bryce Harper signed a contract to play for the Philadelphia Phillies for $13 million, $330 million. Wow. God. Wait a minute. Hold up, dog. 13 what? $13 million, $330 Thirteen years, three hundred thirty no, yeah. million dollars. Hey, Junior, yeah, yeah, Junior, yeah. Junior, is these numbers too big for you? They too big. You want to let somebody else read? Man, it? 
1,300 <laughs> million so 13 years. three thousand dollars for the year. Boy. It's what? a lot of money, Junior. Thirteen right? years, three hundred thirty million dollars. We telling jokes. Thirteen years, three hundred thirty million. God. And then Manny Machado signed a deal with the Padres for ten years, three hundred million. Hey, what, that, what? What is we what doing? They doing with this baseball? <laughs> How hard is baseball? You ain't got to be successful Man. thirty percent of the time. Yeah, but it's hard though. You hit me it's hard every to hit day that in ball. the head with a baseball every day. What, Jay? What? And for that much money, you can hit me in the head every day. I wouldn't even swing. I just get hit and go on. <laughs> three hundred and so thirty million. Three hundred million over ten years is thirty million a year. Yes, it is. Thirty okay, million. So what a about year. thirteen? Thirteen years. Wow. I think I, th- I, th- I think Manny's got the better deal. Yeah, for ten years. Either yeah. one of them deals. But either is there one. A signing bonus with, that comes with that. Like oh, when you they sign? do. Oh, and right. the, but see, in baseball, they money be guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's done. It's guaranteed. So if the they get hurt, so long. If they get hurt, they in. If they have a bad year, they get paid. Mm-hmm. That ain't how it work in football. They cut you. You your your contract over. Yeah, football. You don't play. You don't get. What about baseball? Is April to October. Yeah, it's long. Mm-hmm. Well, they they started baseball. Yeah, they now. play a lot of games. Yeah, yeah they do. In spring training right now. Three thirty though. But three hundred thirty million. Man. For 300 million, I'm out there every day. Every I'm day. answering questions. <laughs> for, three, for 330 million dollars, I'm answering questions. Ask me anything about baseball. Union, 330 million dollars. I'm laying that tarp down when it rains. When it rains, <laughs> you out there helping cover the field up. I'm raking I'm during the seventh inning stretch. I'm raking dirt. <laughs> Y'all ain't got to. Don't worry about that. I got that. I, I got, got that. Tell Tommy, I'm selling hot dogs. <laughs> Popcorn, hey, hell. Jay. Not concessions, Jay. Yeah. I play left field, but I call somebody out at first. Thirty <laughs> me. I could throw the ball from my car over the stadium for three hundred thirty me. I'm driving them in. God, that's that's. That's See, some money, man. What would I'm you do with that money? What would you well, do? I'm the equipment manager. I'm watching jockey straps and everything. But I'm talking about in there just picking them up with my hand. <laughs> you see with that dog? Manny. Yeah. Man. Take that off, yeah. dog. Let me have that. Let me have that. Right here. That is crazy. Steve, Steve you don't want no gloves? Oh nope. Oh, good. Got catch 330 mil. <laughs> you catching the ball barehanded. Yeah. Barehanded, dog. Dude, <laughs> that's a lot that's of a money. Lot of that's man. a lot of paper right there. That's Can a I lot ask of money. a question? You guys are sports people. Not. Why don't they do this in football to make these ball players have guaranteed money? Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it's a 16 game season versus 160. It's 16 games versus 160. 16 games in football. Yeah. 16 games in football if you don't make the playoffs. 160 games in baseball if you don't make the playoffs. Uh, The other thing is football teams have 53 players, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's way yeah. more brutal than baseball, though. It's oh, violent. It's, yeah. brutal. it's yeah. real brutal. Concussions. Higher you... turnover. Your, your expects, it, the lifespan of a baseball player is much longer. Yeah. Oh. 
And, you know, they just got more ways of getting it done in baseball. So, of course, the, the numbers are going to be higher because there's less people. There's not 53 baseball players on a team. So you got longer season, less mm-hmm. players. It's on 25 people. On so, Steve, is it that many people that go to baseball games and watch oh, baseball yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, now, it's, wow. it's some, some, some cities don't do well. But Chicago uh-huh. Cubs got those afternoon games. Oh, yes. Yeah. They stay full. Okay. They stay full. Out. Yankee yeah. Stadium yeah. is full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In there too. Yeah. You know. In Atlanta, the Atlanta too. Yeah. 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 You know. Well, the Astros since they won, in, I know in Houston. Oh yeah. yeah. Before they won. Middle of the day. Middle yeah. of the day. Yeah. Wow. Before they won, okay. it'd be thirty mm-hmm. people at the game. Before they won, it at that that that. Uh, <laughs> at minimum. At, at minimum thirty. People. That's a lot of money. That's with staff. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that is a lot of money. Man. That's a lot of money. If uh, I had a son, he'd be on the baseball field. Like you, Tommy Jordan need to have bat and glove in his hand. He already do. That's all we need. Yeah, he already he got it. I tell him y'all should play baseball. That's Man. where the money is. Yeah. I just hope he stick with it. He good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> also, 330. Did, you, did y'all also hear about Jason Witten, though? What? For the Cowboys? Oh, he coming back. He coming back to the Cowboys. Wow. 37-year-old tight end. Yeah, retired. Yeah. Uh-huh. How much you getting, Junior? He ain't getting 330 me. <laughs> <laughs> He got like a one-year deal, like three wow. million, oh. to go back to play for the Cowboys. <laughs> and it's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's been a see. No. He don't retire for one year. He came yeah. right back. He just, but wait, I, I want to hear some more about what you all would do. What I would oh. do for three hundred thirty million Come to play on. baseball? Million dollars. Yeah. I'm taking sure. tickets. I'm actually tickets. playing naked. <laughs> You understand? Know you ain't got to give me no uniform, none of that. I, I Man, you, I, he going to keep that blur patch on you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, yeah. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. I know. I know. His imagination. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy. <laughs> what you going to have? Okay, I can't say that. What? He said what? don't ask. You can't ask. <laughs> you can't ask me, dog. Next. Move it along. Just don't ask me. I'm just, I'm just making my statements, and Come y'all on. just go on. Tommy, you're and, naked and on the come, field. Okay. And just, <laughs> and, just, and just come to me when you want another one. Come on, Jay. Come on, After Jay. the game, I'm chewing all the bases clean. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Come on, man. we have one time, like oh, man. seconds one for one more. Come on, Steve, one more before we go. I'm wiping all the umpires between oh, innings. They don't have to do the club. Yeah, they ain't got to do nothing, dog. Uh, all right, look, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey morning show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, before we went to break, uh, Junior, you came up with some incredible, unbelievable money that these uh, players have signed for in baseball. $300 million and $330 and $30 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, that's incredible. But we just talk about what we would do what? if you mm-hmm. paid us this much yeah. money to play baseball. Right, and we left mm-hmm. off with Steve. Can you uh, <laughs> remind us, Steve, what you said before we I went? Told him I told him I'm wiping all the umpires <laughs> between the innings. They already stand up their legs wide open. Yeah, this show is so ah. ignorant. Down, you ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> I got so, you. Yeah. I got you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, if you're doing that, then 
I'm washing balls. The one they play with. The one they play with. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Made by Rawlings. Yes. Yeah, yeah the gotta, Rawlings baseball. Clear that up. Yeah. For $330 million. What you got? Because, you know, I like baseball. My favorite part of the game is oh, yeah. when a fight breaks out and they come from under that dugout. They clear the dugout. Yeah, they clear yeah. the dugout. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I no. love it. $330 million. Got I, I, I got this. Go ahead, Tom. They ain't even got to come out. I'm fighting everybody. Come up out there. <laughs> no. no. I'm pooping no. everybody's body. <laughs> For three and thirty million, when they do clear yeah. the dugout, mm-hmm. I'm mopping it. <laughs> Stay out there fighting. No. Yeah. I you don't have to spit on the ground. Spit in my hand. I'm gonna wash it. <laughs> I got all that for you. God, three hundred thirty million. Come on, Steve. What? I'm gonna be running around the stadium, uh-huh. and every time a fan catch a foul ball, uh-huh. I'm gonna whip his ass and throw it back out on the field. <laughs> I got Saving all these the damn kids. balls. I don't the give kids? a damn who catch the ball. <laughs> Is that number You don't want 62? your ass whooped. Throw it back out there. I dare uh, you to I try to one, keep it. I got one. Okay. Uh-huh. When they slide in the home, Steve, and they pass yeah. the dirty, I'm going to take those, go in the back, wash them, press them, bring them right back out. <laughs> yeah. <the game>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for $330 million, uh-huh. I probably would lead scene, take me to the ball game at yeah. away teams. <laughs> at away teams. <laughs> wow. I'm going to walk my ass up to the, the opponent's dugout, and I'm going to sing it. Three hundred thirty million. Three hundred thirty million. I am the the bat boy for the other team as well. When they get through hitting, I run get they bat. Take that to the dugout. Got that for y'all. Got that for y'all. Yeah. yeah. Three hundred and thirty million. I'm catching behind the plate, Tommy, uh-huh. without uh-huh. without the, the just chest protector, without a mask, in my underwear. Nothing on. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. Ain't nobody scared. Ain't nobody scared. Three hundred thirty million. When you get through with your skull that you dipping in your mouth, uh-huh. I come get that from you. <laughs> yeah, put that in my glove, the dog. Tab- I got the that. snuff or whatever tobacco, yes. whatever that is. Yeah, that's tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna clean that out for you? I got that for you, man. Don't worry. Yeah. About that. So. so- Will you be able to keep up that skill for 13 years? For 330 million? Yeah. 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 I got last one for you if anybody okay. wants it. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. Yes. For my 330 million, I'm your back. <laughs> Swing me. <laughs> oh, my God. You going to take slugger. that ball? Oh, man. I think so, Throw guys. It. They're <laughs> talking to Ben. Oh, no. oh, oh. Throw <laughs> it! Uh, I think really all they want you guys to do is play, though, but you know. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. Throw it! <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in entertainment news, let's start with the weekend box office report. The top three movies this weekend. Number three, Alita Battle Angel making $7 million. Number two, A Medea Family Funeral, yes, 27 point, yes, kill a movie, man. 27. 27.1. Yes. And she wasn't even in, uh, but I think it was like 2,000 and something theaters. 
because I, I saw that, that I saw Tyler's movie. post. Really, this yeah. is his wow. movie. Yeah. It is hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah, number one, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, thirty million. So not too far apart. Congratulations, right, Tyler Perry. Was that the first week for Hidden yes. Dragon? Oh, the first week for How to Train Your Dragon. That's been out for a while. And it's oh, animation. Oh. Yeah, you it's know those animation. Oh, it's kids. kids. Yeah, they, yeah, they come kids. every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to take them four weeks in a row. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a porno movie when I first heard it. It's not. How to train, how to train your dragon? <laughs> that's my. That's, that's my. Or, 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 Go was, on, boy. <laughs> was it that part or the second part, the hidden world? <laughs> Training your dragon. Right Heading down that dark alley. We uh, come back to the light, Jay. Come back to the light. Congratulations to Tyler Perry, though. TP. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, oh, hey, boy. Medea's last movie, though. Great movie. Yeah. It was so yeah. Fun. yeah. We it love Medea. Yeah. He did a good job. Well, uh, in other entertainment news. Madea uh, made so much damn money. I ought to come man. out as Madea's sister. Odell. In other entertainment news, like I was saying, Valencia P. Love. This is the woman now who paid for R. Kelly's bail. Remember last week? Uh, mm -hmm. She's reportedly received a bomb threat at her one-time workplace, which just so happens, I hate this, that just so happens to be a daycare. All right. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, that's really sad. Wow. Chicago police confirmed the details of the bomb scare, saying multiple calls came in Saturday uh, reporting a bomb threat. Law enforcement sources well, say. Well, come on, y'all. No, we can't hurt no kids. No, no. Really? No. That makes no sense at all. No. We can't hurt children. No. Yeah, law enforcement sources, uh, Steve, say that uh, authorities did not find an explosive device at the daycare center. That was great news, and luckily on, no now. one Let's was injured. Let's just hope that's a one-time threat mimic. That, yeah. that we, yeah. The this babies now, really, yeah. man, you... you, you yeah, you she doesn't work there. They said she yeah, worked there one time. So former. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no yeah. one was hurt. Yeah. you mad at R. Kelly? Come on, yeah. man. Valencia P. Love, you'll recall, posted the $100,000 bond for R. Kelly. She also posted a lengthy statement afterwards saying... R. Kelly wasn't a monster and that she was inclined to believe he's innocent of the charges he's facing. What? Maybe she didn't see the movie? No, Reviving R. Kelly? Yeah. Maybe she oh, didn't see that. Uh, and some sad news to report. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of former contestant of The, Real of, uh, the Voice. 33-year-old uh, Joyce Freeman passed away from an extreme case. Yeah, I saw this on, on um, the uh, Instagram uh, from an extreme case of pneumonia and a blood clot, uh, Joyce was a fan favorite, oh. and Miley yeah, Cyrus really, really, yeah, really loved her. Sing, yeah. 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 yeah, she, yeah, could, she sing. could sing. Yeah, she, she could, could sing. Really sing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stars are doing tributes and yeah. just fans all over social media. So, oh. man. And she was on Miley Cyrus's team, so yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I remember that, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Really sad. Thirty-three years old. Yeah. Just young. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, coming up, the last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good day. We've had some fun today. Uh, thank you. And uh, now it's time for you to take us home, get back to work with some closing remarks. Uh, you know something? Um, as I get older and I, I go through things in my life, uh, one of the things I've uh, become really comfortable with is sharing my own personal experiences with people and hope that they can learn from 
some of the experiences I've had, some of the mistakes I've made. And so, you know, one of the things I wanted to help people with out there, because everybody has their share of haters out there. And so I just want to talk to you for just a second about the people that you surround yourself with. It's important that you take constant inventory in your life to make sure that you don't have dead weight attached to you. It's important that you don't have people who are in a relationship with you that's just one-sided. It's important that you know that everybody in your life is important to you and would be there for you in the moment of duress. Now, if these people don't fit that bill, then I'm sorry. You got to do something else. But you got to watch people. You got to constantly monitor people. Because people change, especially as you elevate in life. As you elevate in life, people have a different perception of you. See, what I found in getting more and more and more successful is not that you change as you become more and more successful. It's that people's perception of you changes. So now it becomes, oh, now they think they all that. Or now they think they this cause of that. When in actuality, you can very well be the same person. You're just at a different level. But it's amazing, man, when you get to this other level. In order for people to, to, to throw rocks at you, it ain't level no more. They got to throw their rocks up at you. And it kind of disheartens you from time to time as you're just minding your business and going through your life and doing what you do to get people throwing rocks up at you. And there are a lot of people out there that can relate to what I'm saying. It's not that you think you better than somebody, but it's just that you've got yourself in another level. You've just leveled up. And when you level up, you can't be concerned with the people that ain't up there with you. Because a lot of people ain't up there with you because they wouldn't even fit up there with you know how. The majority of people ain't up there with you because if God wanted them to be up there, he'd have put them up there. But he didn't. He put you up there. And it's okay. That's just what it is. You up there. It's not for everybody. This place that you've reached, I'm just sorry, man. It's just not for everybody. And you got to understand that. And don't get disheartened, man, when, 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 when you get up at the top and it starts to feel lonely. I was talking with somebody the other day. You know the problem with being at the top is like being on a pyramid. It's a sharp point at the top of that pyramid. Ain't a lot of friends up there. Ain't a lot of company up there. Because guess what? It just ain't a lot of room up there. Most people, and then now when you do have friends, they right up under that pyramid, they there, and you know what they do? They the support system for you. And you find that in people all the time. But man, if you're not careful, if you're not really, really careful, and you're not monitoring people along the way, it's not you that changes, they change. Their perception of you changes. So once their perception of you changes, their attitude towards you changes. I can't count the people, man. I can't count the people in my life, man, who for one reason or another felt like it should have been them. 
or for one reason or another, they just got jealous of you because of what you had. I was talking to Jamie Foxx at the uh, at this party the other night, and Jamie Foxx, I showed him something that he had posted on Instagram. He said, wow, man, I'm glad that meant something to you. And what he posted was, some people only hate you because of the way other people love you. Y'all remember that. Some people only hate you because of the way other people love you. Do you know that that's simply all it takes for some people to hate you? You ain't got to have done nothing to them. But people get sick of your success. People get tired of you. How God always blessing you. How you always, why they get another car from? Why they keep getting a promotion? What they doing over there? They always bragging about they baby did this, they baby did that. No, 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 no. Some people only hate you because of the way other people love you. So you got to constantly monitor people in your life, man. Because like I said, as you get more and more successful, it's not you who changes. It's the people's perception of you who changes. And if they can't make the adjustment, then you have to make the adjustment. You got to get rid of people who don't mean you well. You got to get rid of people who are non-supportive. You got to get rid of the people that's always bad news. You got to get rid of the people that you always got to help, but they ain't got no help for you. Am I talking to you and are you listening? You can't help everybody. Drop That's it. it. That's how you do it, boy. For 330 My million, I'll stop. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 